Hello, and welcome to Final Show Films. I'm John, the executive producer here, and I've got a few pre-show notes for you. First, a reminder. All of the content we produce is available on our website at finalshowfilms.com, as well as youtube.com slash sensetaku, sensetaku.podbean.com, twitch.tv slash sensetaku, and on iTunes. We are only able to do the things we do thanks to the kind support of our Patreon donors. We give a special shout-out to our $25 tier supporters, Antitonic and Cat Waterflame. If you'd like to support us that way, be sure to check it out. Secondly, a thank you to the folks over at 411mania.com. They produce articles and content related to wrestling, MMA, movies, music, and gaming. Go check them out. We appreciate their support as well. And lastly, be sure to subscribe, comment, and rate, if possible, wherever you listen to or watch our content. It helps us know what you like, what you don't like, and helps us make more content. Feedback is always appreciated. With all that being said, sit back, relax, and enjoy. We're live! Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Grand Terror Rebirth, episode 18. I'm John, the Game Master for the evening, and with me today is William. Hi, I'm William, and I'm playing Baldrin Ironhand, Dwarf and Cleric of the Forge. And Aaron. Hi, I'm Aaron, and I am playing Agdrasol, all the elfin archer, ranger. And Mara. Hi, I'm Mara. I'm playing Hope Rogue Azamar Barbarian. And Patricia. Hi, I'm Patricia. I'm playing Kaylin, Bladesinger Rogue. And Cody. I'm Cody. I'm playing Corbin, uh, Human Battlemaster. And Sarah. I'm Sarah, and I play Five, a Phoenix Soul Sorcerer, Drow. And we are short Jeremy, who is feeling sick and is going to be joining us today. So when last we met our heroes, they had an epic confrontation with the uh, demigod Umbra, which ended with his soul being trapped in a gem and given over to the enigmatic Cal, uh, the head of a the an information broker and head of a trading company, uh, the Argal Trading Company in in uh, Core. Also the boss of, like, three people on the party now. Um, uh, and the group sort of recovered after that because it was quite a harrowing fight. Um, we last left off with Hope going somewhere. And Kaylin, I believe, was going to follow. Yes. So. Yep. I have errands. Where are you going, Hope? <laughs> I am trying to head to the temple for uh, Laritha, or however the heck you Laritha. pronounce her yeah. name. Laritha, Laritha. that's Laritha. right. Okay, uh, Laritha. There's um, a lot of silent letters in that name. <laughs> yeah, it's very confusing. Uh, Laritha uh, in the temple district, I assume. Okay. Yeah, you can head there. Okay. Are you trying yeah. to yeah. hide the fact that you're heading there? Yes, I am. Give me a stealth I check. I assume that someone's following me, so yes. Give me a stealth uh, check. 25. Okay, you're fairly stealthy. Uh, so you, you head out and you vanish into the crowd. Kaylin, you head out looking uh, looking for Hope and cannot see where Hope went. Uh, she suspects she's going to the Temple of Loretha, though. So. Out of curiosity, Why? Um, because, because the temple you know her from is not the temple of Loretha. Yes, but no. she does know that the deity that 
um, she's associated with is Loretha. And since there was a um, connection to the Tower of the Gods and the skills that she's supposed to be looking for, she's assuming. Okay. That's logical enough. Uh, so yeah, you head you head in that direction as well. Uh, hope you get there well ahead of Galen, though. So you find mm-hmm. yourself at the Temple of Loretha. It is a yeah, the the temple itself is very um, Grecian in design, mm-hmm. uh, primarily due to the perfect sim- symmetry of the design uh, with the, the the sort of the marble columns and the and the the the, the, the vaulted ceilings, um, with depictions of. Uh, various uh, deities sort of lining the thing, all meeting in the middle where the depiction of Loretha is, um, and with an open door. Like it's basically got an archway, not a doorway that goes into it. Mm-hmm. So, uh, okay, uh, yep, I go in. Yeah, you go in, and again, this, so this this wide, uh, it's fairly open actually, marble interior uh, that has uh, a variety of clerics and priests uh, uh, moving about. Uh, there is definitely a large scale motif going on uh, as you look around. Everything is sort of everything is perfectly balanced, except in very specific places where it is obviously and intentionally imbalanced. Um. Loretha kind of has a thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and yeah. So, what are you looking okay. to do while you're here? I look distinctly uncomfortable, and I... Is, is there any, like, organization of, of like... I'm, ideally, I don't want to actually talk to people. I just want to find, like, a, a library that will tell me these things, but I don't know if there is so, information Loretha's, there. So, Loretha's, as the, as the goddess of Crits. secrets and knowledge, yeah. does not have a library in her temple. Yeah, I figured. All the knowledge is held by the priesthood. Mm-hmm. Okay. I go up to a priest. Right. Uh, Some, someone. You find uh, there is a, a female um, looking individual, at the very least, um, mm-hmm. uh, that uh, you sort of approach who, when she turns to you, uh, you see that uh, her eyes are mismatched. One is blue, mm-hmm. one is green. Um, and as she sort of pulls her hood back, to, as you approach, you see that her hair is quite long, and it's Split down the middle, blonde and red. Yeah. Okay. Um, May I help you? Yes, I had some questions about um, the scales of fate. I as a as a as a thing. They're they're a thing, and the, um, uh, an eyebrow raises. <laughs> yep. Yes. I was just curious about what they do. Well, they are scales uh-huh. that balance fate. Hence the name, Scales of Fate. What does Unless that you mean, mean in a more mechanical aspect, but uh, they are the divine tool of Loretha, which she uses to balance out truths and falsehoods. 
Okay, but she doesn't have them. <laughs> you see a like a blank look yeah. on the priest's face. It's like she, she doesn't. Okay. Um. Um. What would happen hypothetically if someone touched this? Someone uh, mortal touched the scales of fate. Uh, Nothing. If they were a physical object, yes. Uh, nothing. Nothing. Okay. The tools. Uh, the tools you... of the divine are made for the divine. Mortals okay. wouldn't be able to use them. What if it got uh, hypothetically fragmented and um, someone picked it up? Uh, then it would be a fragment of a divine tool. Yes, and there was a thing outside the city yesterday that was born from a fragment of a divine thing that tried to that killed my friend. So, well, while I'm not certain what that is that you're talking about, a divine Umbra. object. Umbra. Of course, his name is Umbra. You, you, you're having this sudden realization that that's right. Not everybody knows all the stuff you know. I know. Uh, a divine object, uh, once sundered, would have to be put back together before it could be utilized. If such a thing were an item you could utilize, not a concept in the portfolio of the gods. Uh, okay, and, so... And, and it, in, the, in the back of your head, you hear, this person doesn't know what you're talking about. I can tell. <laughs> can I speak to your manager? <laughs> <laughs> the high priestess... Yes, please. ...is currently at the triumvirate serving her role there. When's she coming back? <laughs> she doesn't often frequent the temple. Well, if you would like to speak with her, you could go to the triumvirate. Um, where is that? Uh, the triumvirate is the house of law, basically. Yep. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, and it is uh, it, it is it is the big building that's connected to the ranger the the Cornet Rangers headquarters, um, okay. and uh, it, uh, basically that's where that's where the the judicators the 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 three judicators that that basically mm -hmm. uh, are judges and lawmakers of core reside. Yes, Aaron. Uh, just. For Mara's benefit, didn't Hope previously meet the high priestess when she did yes. the blowy eyes thing at us? Yes, yeah. you, you have indeed okay. met the, I don't the like high her. priestess previously. Uh, that would be uh, that would be uh, High Priestess Harita, the Ebony Judicator mm -hmm. of the Triumvirate. Okay, uh, that sounds great. Uh, thank you for your assistance. Have a nice day turn around and walk out. Very well. And you turn, she pulls the hood back up and you walk out. Kaylin, 
You arrive at the temple. <laughs> Hope, are you stealthing out or are you just walking out? Uh, probably walking out because I figure, yeah, I, 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 I probably figure at that point that if no one's followed me there, then I'm Ka- okay. So Kaylin, we probably run. So yeah, yeah the two, you walk out as Kaylin's walking in, and <clears throat> learn anything? No, absolutely useless. I have some more errands to run. I wanted to talk to you away from the rest of the group. Okay. Um, oh. Let's so, get away from the Temple of Secrets and, and nonsense. Sure. Walk, walk a little ways away. Yeah? So, are these scales that you're supposed to be looking for associated with the Tower of the Gods? I don't know. They they got lost apparently when the world ended. And you seem like you really don't want to go into the tower. No, I don't. I don't know. You don't have a choice. (laughs) What's he saying? That I don't have a choice, so it's great. Everything's Specifically great. Specifically in a sing-song voice. Don't forget that part. Mm-hmm. He's decided to start singing. No. Of course. No, I... I don't like the gods, so... In general... Hey. That's not nice. Why you don't have a choice? Uh, I don't have a choice because of the deal I made, I think. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Okay, so the confirmation connection. Yeah. No, and I just, I want to make sure I don't. Mm, that thing. Umbrath that we fought <laughs> yesterday, it was. So we started out with thinking, oh, he's an Azamar and terrible and leading a cult. That's terrible. And then we killed him. And then we came back and we're like, oh, he's a revenant. And by that point, I had become one. Um, and that's terrible. And then we find out that he's started to become a demigod. And because he's, I don't know, swallowed or or got in contact with with a piece of Eidos. Um, and I don't know what having the scales will do to me. And I don't like that. Does finding the scales complete your deal? No, finding and returning. Returning where, actually? Because I don't know this. Where am I supposed to return them to? To Laritha. How am I supposed to find her? Don't worry, she'll find you. Uh, okay. No, I have to return the scales, which means I have to go talk to a god. Apparently. So you find them, you talk mm-hmm. to the god, and yep. you die. Yeah. Would we be able to bring you back? I don't think so. 
There's a a scale situation sort of on the other side there. And I think that's sort of the end point. Unless I go past that. Okay. Well, you are going to go into the tower. I guess I have to. Okay. What are these scales? So the scales, they, they, what judge, judge fate. I don't, what did they do again? They, the, the, the wording you were given was, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, they are the things that the God <clears throat> uses to balance truth from falsehood. Okay. Yeah. Whether or not you believe that, you don't know. You could go. Yeah. At, you could always go ask Karita for more clarification. For more I know. Clarification. Yeah. I don't know. These scales do something, and I just I'm worried about it. That's all. Well, I'm worried about you. I mean, I'll go with you, of course, but. Don't like any of this. Me either. And on that dour note, we switch back to the Adventurers League, or the Adventurers League, to the Adventurers Guild. Uh, I guess it could be technically a league where Corbin has just arrived back after a night at a brothel. Uh, mm-hmm. Baldrin is currently sitting at a table with uh, Elisaria and and uh, Galadier. Um. And Selena is off in a corner brooding like Selena does. So, what do you guys do? At the table with everybody else. Corbin, you sit down. Baldrin is there with a massive keg of of dwarvish alcohol. Um, And Galadir and Elisaria are there as well. I don't remember where the conversation left off, so if you give The conversation left off with Kaylin leaving. Um... The, uh, the, um, as far as I recall, you, the last thing that you had said was to hope that you wanted to go into the tower and hope said, well, I gotta go go run some errands. And you're like, not today (laughs) in a couple of days. I hurt all over. (laughs) Yeah. And then hope and Caitlin left and then Corbin came in and now Corbin has come over and sat down. Ah, Corbin. Welcome back. <clears throat> yeah. You're uh, getting started pretty early. Please. There's no such thing as too early for a good stiff drink. Also, yeah, from what I've learned, there's also nothing as too early for a dwarf. <laughs> but I see you're back from your adventures. That's a word for him, yeah. Yes, it is, and I'm going to leave it at that. But I was just discussing with a few of our friends before some of them decided they needed to go run errands about what we were going to do next. Yeah, I was kind of wondering what we're when the the tower thing was going to happen. My goal is immediately after we're done 
resting and recovering, which will be a couple of days, in all honesty, but a couple of days of rest and then to the tower. That works for me. Hmm. Galadir just sort of hums and drinks a glass of wine. Thoughts, Archmage? I look at Galadir. And shrugs. Hmm. The tower is fascinating. I've been in there myself once. It's a curious construct. It changes itself based on the mental state of those going in. Shapes itself to their thoughts. Well, that certainly sounds like some of our party is going to have an amount of fun. Not quite so directly as you might conceive. To me, it became a puzzle impossible to solve. One that the mere act of analyzing was the goal. It is a strange place. Not very many people come back once they've gone in, from what what I remember and hear about. It was not dangerous. It was not dangerous for me, though. I imagine that if you if you believe it to be a dangerous place, it will become so. Mm. What will I find inside the tree? Only what you take with you. <laughs> <laughs> It is a most curious construct, one which few have delved far into. Well, my goal is a simple one. To peel back the veil that hides the world. Right. Hope the tower will accommodate. Good luck for you, then. Perhaps with that goal in mind, it will reveal something more sustainable <laughs> than it has to others. Uh, nonetheless, I'm still drinking off a fight with a demigod, so it's going to wait a couple of days. Hmm. Fair enough. Yeah. What do you know? Yeah. Uh, who re- who had errands? Uh, Hope had something to do, and her friend followed her out. Oh, all right. they say where they were going? Not off the top of my head, they didn't. Alright. I guess I'll just wait here and drink then. Where's five? That's a very good question. I look around, do I see five? Nope. You do not see five. You have one job. (laughs) (laughs) She's probably off thinking about what I had to tell her earlier today. Yeah, I don't know what that was, so... Um, uh, she wanted to know how she would need to communicate with our friend, the Shadowborn, and uh, I had to break the truth to her that she had to use words. But, I mean, yeah, technically, that's what you need to talk to people, but, I mean... I mean, those who can't use words have to make do, and they do quite well for themselves, but... Five is perfectly capable of saying words. She just doesn't. And it would likely be best if she did, in all honesty. That's a good thing I can read, else all I'd hear was five. 
and everything else she says. The, the one other word. <laughs> well, using that as a jumping point, unless yep. the two of you have anything else you want to discuss. <laughs> Five, what are you doing? Outside the walls, heading to the south towards the forest. Hanging out in the forest, looking for bunnies, just gonna hang out. Give me a investigation check. You do not find any bunnies, unfortunately. Oh, you do I fi- find anything? You find a large variety of squirrels. Oh. <laughs> okay. Uh, then I find a place to sit and just sit down. Okay. You sit down amidst the squirrels, the occasional bird, having a Disney princess moment. No bunnies. No bunnies, unfortunately. Agdrasol, you're in yep. the temp- you're in the Temple of Argon. Yeah, I am. Are you doing anything other than sitting around? Moping, praying. Moping and praying depends are on two your interpretation. You can definitely do. Do you want to talk to anybody that is there? No. Again, I'm just. He's really just hanging out until someone comes by to kick him out. <laughs> well, you have quite a while, because they don't kick people out of the Temple of Argon. <laughs> Nobody gets kicked out of the Temple of Argon, unless you're particularly drunk and belligerent. Uh, no, for for once in my life, or for once in the last five years of my life, I'm reasonably sober. There you go. And that brings us back around to Hope and Caitlin. What are the two <laughs> yeah. of you doing? <laughs> okay. So, yeah, it's, I didn't, they didn't know much of anything. This is a bunch of crap about, I don't know, metaphors and shit. Uh, I was going to go and try and maybe talk to the <clears throat> Ebony Judicator. Oh. I don't know if that's a good idea or not, but sort of stares into your soul and it's not it's not pleasant what? you think it's not pleasant imagine being in your soul mm. <laughs> I mean, I'll go with you if you'd like that'd be nice yeah let's go so Let's get this over with. The two of you head to the Triumvirate. Uh, <clears throat> you make your way pretty quickly through the, through the streets of Kor, uh to uh, basically. So the way the the way the the sort of the um, administration section of the city is laid out, basically, um, there is a castle. Flanking the castle is the Triumvirate and uh, the Temple of Kor. Um and then. Attached to the Triumvirate are the Cornet Rangers' headquarters. The castle is where you go to to get to the Tower of the Gods. You go through there to get to the tower. Um, and so between it and the headquarters is the Triumvirate, which the two of you head to. And it is a massive, it is a massive, um, three-towered fort, for lack of a better term, um, where most of the administration of the city, uh, 
happens. Uh, all the all the paperwork is stored there: birth certificates, legal information, banks, you know, bank information, all the all the stuff that would need to be regulated and 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 run by the law by the rule of the law is handled there. It's also where courts where the courts are. It's where you know the uh, the um, it's where a lot of the um, um, What's the term for lawyer that's not lawyer, but it's a different term. Those people, advocates, thank you, to my brain. Um, that's where the advocates are. Uh, Attorneys. And uh, the, uh, the, it's also where the adjudicators are. The three people that represent the, the three people that represent each one, one faction of the triad pantheon um, based and chosen by their church and by their deity to be these sort of arbiters of truth. There is the, there are the three of them are uh, uh, Saladri, the judica- the prime judicator, which is the one chosen by the Sundered God, um, who sort of represents the the the, uh, uh, the neutral section of the pantheon. Uh, Usanis, the Platinum Judicator, who represents uh, Usanis, the, the who represents the uh, Dragon Queen, um, and Harita, the Ebony Judicator, who represents the Scalebearer, Loritha. Uh, and within the Triumvirate, they each sort of have their own wings: the Prime, Platinum, and Ebony wing. Platinum on the left, Prime in the middle, Ebony on the right. Uh, and so the three of you walk into this massive building, and yeah, it's just nothing but people moving around, doing paperwork, and running errands, and running messages back and forth. It's fairly busy uh, as you enter into the building. I assume you're uh, going to be heading towards the Ebony Wing. Yep. Uh-huh. Uh, so yeah, you head over there, and there is a... there. Each each wing sort of is set in, in like the main room of this massive building. They each have like sort of a reception desk. Um... And so you head over to the Ebony reception desk. There is a uh, woman dressed in black uh, sitting there doing paperwork as you approach. Who looks up at you? Uh, ah, yes. Um, how may I help you? I need to speak to Harita. Uh, and I re- don't have an appointment. My name is Hope. You don't have an appointment. Okay, that answers my first question. Uh, and what would the matter be regarding? Um, the scales of fate. Miscellaneous magical items. Okay, and uh, is there a time frame in which you would like to speak with the adjudicator? Now. Well, I'm afraid she's pretty booked with meetings in the now section. Um, I will check with her. I can check with her calendar and see what days she has available to squeeze in personal meetings with the adjudicator, unless you have some more pressing issue. No, yeah, I, you know, have just uh, a messenger from her goddess sort of speaking in my brain all the time, and they say it's urgent, so... I did not say that. You hear in your brain. Alright, well, I will... Inform her that a messenger in your brain uh, is requesting an audience. One moment. And she'll stand up and step back towards the door behind her and close it behind her. Stand there tapping impatiently. All right. Well, the two of you are standing there at the desk. You're going to be waiting for a few minutes, so... 
shifting back to Baldrin and Corbin. So are the two of you content to drink all day, or are the two of you doing anything else? Uh, Baldrin is currently in rest mode, so yeah, he's going to rest for a bit, meditate on uh, both Storm Herald and on the tower some more, and basically recover. <laughs> okay. Uh- Corbin will drink with uh, Baldrin for probably uh, like an hour, just you know, one or two flagons, and then uh, head off to the nearest training spot to either spar with anybody that will or that wants to, or to uh, just practice on some dummies. Okay. So when you get to the training grounds. Not they're not in the building. They're sort of a few, yeah. a, a bit, a bit of ways away, near a, a near a barracks to the the Cornet Rangers. Um, you find when you get there a couple of different people already sparring, and being curious, you you stop and watch. Um, two people in particular are sparring. One is a armored knight like figure, dressed in uh, sort of platinum silvers with a red tunic um, wielding a great sword. Uh, the other is a half-orc dressed in... You would describe it as the leather of something that was not made of skin. Um, it's 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 definitely looks like it's made of... Like, like it's sort of... Patterned after a leather, but it's not leather. It's scaly. It's like maybe dragon hide or something. Okay. Um, uh, and this half orc has a spear and no shield. Um, and as they are sort of sparring, or you, you watch, they seem to be fairly evenly matched. The uh, the warrior with the great sword is swinging it powerfully, and you, you can sort of just hear the air th- hum as the sword vroom, vroom, passes through, but every time it seems like it would uh, strike a, a true blow, the spear wielder simply knocks it to the side with the haft of spear, spinning it back around and returning with a slash or a thrust from the spearhead. Um... And the spear itself is also slightly strange from what you're familiar with. Rather than a simply an arrowhead point, it's actually a slightly longer blade um, with uh, with uh, with a uh, with a um, you, you'd probably you'd probably classify it more as a glaive than a spear. Yeah, kind of has a straightish back. Yeah, it's got sort of a it's it sort of has a straightish back, but it's edged on both sides. It's like straight back with a curve to it, but both sides have an edge. Um, almost like a like a spearhead was bent in a banana shape. Almost. Um, and yeah, they, they, they are sort of expertly dueling uh, in such a way that they never quite connect, but it definitely seems like they should. Yeah, I'll, after watching for uh, a couple minutes, each of them, I actually can tell a couple things about them. Um, they're, uh, let's see. Do either of them have any fighter levels? No. Okay. Um, then I guess I'll be able to, I can tell their whole, their total class levels. It doesn't tell me what class they are. 
What's but the what's the ability you're referencing? The seventh level fighter ability, know your enemy. If I spend a minute watching people, somebody for outside of combat, uh, then I learn certain information about them. Let me see what information you learn. Pull it up I here. Learn two things. Uh, oh, if it's equal, superior, or inferior in regard to two of the following choices. So I guess they're inferior in fighter classes. Uh, but yeah. And then... Is this a is this a battle master thing? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yep. That's it. Uh, now your enemy. Sphere. Your choice: strength score, dexterity score, constitution score, armor class, current hit points, total class levels, if any fighter. Uh, so they are superior to you in fighter in in class levels, but not fighter levels. Okay. Hmm. Uh, are. Do they have emblems or anything like that? Markings on their armor? Give me a perception check. I perceive everything. (laughs) Twelve. So the armored one, you can definitely tell as a member of the Sundered Templar. You've seen them before. Specifically, it's a member of the Lord's Blade. The the red color-coded half of the Sundered Templar. Um, the, uh, The other one... You're not familiar with, um, but is definitely fighting in a very similar manner to the to the paladin. You, you knowing the Templar, you're assuming that the armored one is a paladin. Um, yeah, but is definitely fighting in a very similar manner, and you sort of see people off to off to the side, sort of placing bets as they go. Okay, uh, I'll walk over to the group, the the other people that are watching and that yeah. are placing bets and stuff, and. I'll say, so how long have they been going at this? Look over. Uh, half an hour now. Hmm. Yeah. Then either of them scored a hit? Nope. That one is part of the Lord's Blades. Uh, it says pointing at the Sunder Templar. That one is a Kul'Tiran battle priest. Alright. I, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, we haven't had a, any, a couple of them came in earlier today, for, we're not sure why. Uh, this one came to spar, and Paladin was here, so Paladin on Paladin violence in, in, <laughs> ensued. Alright, well, alright, is anybody here? Willing to spar with me instead of watching other people? Yeah, sure. Yeah, and you you can find a sparring partner. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I'll I'll when I'm sparring, I'll I'll kind of let myself get distracted and keep an eye to see how long they're fighting too. Right. And when that ends, I'll try to end my fight as quickly as possible. So I uh, yeah, so I can talk to the Kultiran battle priest. Okay. While that's happening, um. Before we go back to Hope and Hope and Caitlin, is anybody else wanting to do anything else? I'll take that as That's a no. A no. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So back in the triumvirate, uh, <sighs> after about twenty minutes or so, um, the lady returns. Well, uh, the Ebony Judicator has expressed her. 
concern for the information you have and has stated that if you'd like to make an appointment, we can probably pencil something in for next month. Uh, well, that's clearly great. Uh, I might be dead by then, so that's fun. Uh, sure, let's go with Monday. All right, uh, so we will, and sort of pulls up the calendar, which How I am also busy doing. is this area? Pretty busy. People going in and out. Okay. Lots of people. She's distracted by uh, writing stuff in. So we will have you coming in on. Uh, I want to sneak away. The we'll say the we'll say. I have no intention of keeping this appointment. Uh, two courteous of uh, Draco, and then so give me a stealth check. Yep. Uh, Nineteen. Uh, so she looks up and at Kaylin and like looks around, not seeing hope. But like the 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 statement has been addressed, and she's looking at Kaylin, like waiting for, apparently expecting an answer. <laughs> Obviously, her manager. <laughs> um, where are you heading, Hope? I'm heading um up to whatever. I have no idea where what anything is in here or where she to, might to, be. To start but... off with, are you heading through the door behind her? Yes. All right. So, yeah, you, the door's unlocked. So you slip around, leaving Kaylin as a patsy, apparently. Opening the door and sliding through. Um... Yeah, you find yourself on the other side. Uh, you find yourself in a hallway uh, that yeah. has uh, you know rows of doors. Uh, in terminates at sort of a T junction that has stairs going up to left and right. Okay, um, right up the stairs. Uh, I assume she's going to be in. The, she she's maybe in meetings of some sort. So I'm looking for like a meeting room. Okay, give me another. These look like office. All right. 16. Okay. So you... It's like getting worse. And head up the, the right-hand staircase, uh, finding yourself on sort of a more open uh, office area. There are desks with people writing and doing, you know, sort of paperwork and, and dealing with various hundreds of things. Um, give me a perception check. Okay. 23. And sort of focusing in and paying attention, you do notice, you do see the familiar sight of uh, Harita um, with uh, sort of a black dress and a white blindfold over her eyes that you could still see the, you know, the eye-shaped dots of light shining through as she mm-hmm. and two others sort of are walking uh, about halfway through the room. You, you duck back so you're not seen and uh, look yep. out again and see them going uh, up another staircase on the opposite side of this open office area. Okay. It's an open office area. Um, there's not anything to hide behind. I'm going to stride through like I know what I'm doing and why I am here, which is true. Okay. Give and like me, up along there, which is not. Give me a deception check. Okay. 13. 
Let's see if they are busy enough to not notice. Well, with a two, you manage yeah. to walk through without being noticed. <laughs> um, so yeah, you, you sort of take this on this confident pose straight back, like, I'm supposed to yep. be here, I'm the appointment next. And do-do-do-do-do, walk through, and nobody bats an eye at your presence. Perfect. All right, I'm following where they went. All right, so you head up the stairs after them, and, and yep. you don't, are, you, are you trying to catch up, or are you trying to see where they're going? Um... Who was with her? You just saw two figures. Uh, you weren't really paying attention to them. Okay, um, yeah. But uh, two other people. Two other people. I'm trying to catch up with them. Okay. So you get to the top of the stairs just in time to sort of see them stepping into a room. Uh, you see Harita sort of closing a door behind her uh, as they've stepped into sort of a side room on this hallway that you found yourself in up here. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm rushing forward to try and stick my foot in the door. Okay, give me an initiative check. Let's just see if you can... All right. Get to the door before it closes. Ooh, that's a natural one, though. You you sort of take... You're not quite at the top of the stairs uh, yet, and so you sort of... You try to take the last two stairs at the same time, and your foot gets caught, and you just... On the floor as the door closes. Oh. And you just, like... You just, like, banged up your knee and your face at the same time. Just... <clears throat> ah, oh! You do the... Uh, you, you do the Peter Griffin thing of just... Ah. Mhm. Okay. Ow. Ow, ow, ow. Limp over to the door. Um and knock. <laughs> you there was conversation before you got to the door that yep. drops as soon as the knock uh -huh. on the door happens. <laughs> and um the door opens, and you see, standing before you, the humanoid face of uh, High Captain Lorian of the Cornet uh -oh. Rangers. Open the door and look down at you. Remind? Did yes? Did, was he? Yeah. I'm trying to remember if he um, was the person who, because uh, I, I get them confused. Um, Lorian is the captain of the Cornet Rangers, okay, not, gotcha. not Tithian, okay. the leader okay. of the Adventurers League. Okay, the Adventurers so Guild. Fuck. Yeah, we fought with him. It's not we didn't meet him though. Okay. No, you did meet him. Hi. You met him when he sort of debriefed everyone. And why? Oh, did, okay. Why did my internet suddenly decide to? Glitch the fuck out. I don't know why. Oh. But everything's back. He did the interrogations. Yeah, he, he did the he did the yeah, he did the interrogations. Sweet. Okay. Hi. Um I just needed to have a quick word with Harita. 
he looks over his shoulder at Harita, who looks at you, and yep. you sort of see the, 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 again, these eyes that pierce right through you. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the back of your mind, you're going, this was a stupid idea. <laughs> <sighs> and Harita just tilts her head. Let her in. Lorian steps back and allows you through. Uh, you see inside Lorian and somebody you don't recognize. Uh, a okay. some form of nobility based by their based on their dress. Um, very fine clothes, uh, tall, fair skin, blonde hair, um, youngish male, um, maybe eighteen, nineteen. Um, wearing blues and silvers, uh, sort of sitting in a chair, looking at, looking between Harita and you, kind of confused. Um, and Harita, of course, who stands and looks at you. Yes, sorry. Um, I just had some questions. Um, it's kind of on some uh, private matters. Look at the two other people in the room. She looks at the other two. If the two of you would excuse us. And she walks over towards you. Puts a hand on your shoulder. Please, follow me. And walks out of the room. I follow. Um, You step outside. The door closes behind you. And she turns to look at you. So, what is so important that you decided to sneak your way past our receptionist and through our offices to speak with me? Well, there's an appointment, but that's, that's, uh, I'm just, you know, jumping, uh, the gun on, on, uh, wanting an appointment. So that's all. Uh, I was wondering what the scales of fate are. What they do. Why have you not asked the voice in your head? Because it's vague and not helpful at all. That is unfortunately the way of the gods. To be vague and rarely helpful. I just wanted a second opinion because we I've been told I have to go find the scales of fate and no one else knows they're missing, so Our Lady is to... a goddess of secrets, after all. So what are the what do the scales of fate do? I find it... What is your actual concern? If they're going to turn me into something like the thing we fought yesterday, Umbra. Um, She sort of reaches out a hand and just sort of hovers it next to your temple. Uh... Do you want do you want to make a wisdom save or choose to fail? Uh 
I'll choose to fail. Okay. Uh, so you sort of feel this curious probing in your mind um, as the events of the past few days, and actually the past month or so, sort of are basically like rewound at rapid speed um, and then read back out. And she sort of looks at you and just holds this hand near you, this warm energy flowing off of her hand and into your brain. Um, back of your head. That feels weird. Yeah. Um, and after a few moments, the hand pulls away. I see. The thing that you fought was itself a piece of a god given form. The scales are not that. They are a divine item crafted by the plane shaper bestowed upon Our Lady to allow her the ease to perform her tasks. They are an extension of her, but they are not a part of her. And as such, when they are away from her, they are nothing but solid material. They are not sentient or capable of corrupting those that touch them. If that is your concern. It was. Okay, that's... Bear in mind, though, they are divine items. And while to a mortal they will simply be an impossibly large set of scales, at your touch they might awaken to something else, as you do have the seed of divinity within you. should not be harmful, at least not to you, though it might be harmful to others. Why me? These things have been lost for, what, however many years it's been since whatever happened? Who I else has been sent after these? I assume it's because you owed her a favor. Yeah, but there's probably been people who've owed her a favor since then. What happened to them? No one knows. That would be between them and Larissa. Okay. The scale bearer does not give lightly her secrets. If there were others tasked with this divine quest... It would be between them and her. Okay. That's that's all. That's that's it. You can go back to your meeting. I'm fine. You will, of course, pay the fine for trespassing. What? Fine for trespassing? Yes. There are laws in our city. And when they are broken... There are fines. I had an appointment, though. It's just the Not wrong Not for date. another month. You didn't. 
How much is the fine? Report to my receptionist. Explain your actions. And she will fine you appropriately. Be aware that if you try to sneak past her, she will likely not see you. But I will. Fine. And I imagine you don't want to stay another stint in the good Captain Lorian's jail. No, I have stuff Isn't to that do. why we joined the Adventurers League, so we wouldn't have to? <laughs> it is. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I, yeah, I uncomfortably walk away. And a smile. Know that the eyes of the triumvirate are ever on those who decide to take the law and walk past it. As you head downstairs. <laughs> Lawful uh. evil. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, yeah. Where are you going? Uh, um. Actually, really quick. Meanwhile, Kalen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you see Hope slip through this door. And the receptionist is looking at you, slightly confused, but waiting for an answer. Caitlin will accept the appointment on Hope's behalf. Okay, uh, writes it down. Is there anything else you require? No, that's it. Thank you. Have a good day. You too. And do you just leave? <laughs> She's going to go find, like, a lobby area or something to wait in. You're effectively in the lobby, so yeah, you can find a place to sit. She'll sit down. About 15 minutes, about 10 minutes later, you see Hope coming back out through that door. (laughs) Hope. Hi. I apparently have to pay a fine. The receptionist, surprised, looks around at you. What? And then, the most disapproving look you have ever received. (laughs) I'm used to them, yeah. (laughs) This is the disapproving look of someone who wholeheartedly, with all their heart and soul, believe in the rule of the law, and you broke it. Ah, I don't care. (laughs) She very quickly writes down a, 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 a thing and hands it to you. And it's a sort of a slip of paper that reads, you know, fine for tre- fine for trespassing on government on you know uh, private property, government property, whatever. Um, it is twenty gold to be paid to be paid in full to the treasury of Core. Okay, where do I where do I give this back here, or do I have to go somewhere else now? She points. And you look over and you see the treasury is in the same building. Okay. Um, You you see a very stern looking dragonborn sitting at sort of at like a bank window that is labeled, that is marked as the treasury. All right, fine. I take the note and... 
get 20 gold out of my pocket uh, and just sort of shove the gold at him and then... Well, so the so there's a line. Oh, okay. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> do, you wait, do you wait in line or do you try uh, to cut? Uh... <laughs> I'm annoyed. Rogue Baryon versus City Bureaucracy. Yeah. <laughs> Who I'm wins? So I'm so annoyed. This, okay. this is all just striking me as Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. <laughs> <laughs> do you wait in line or do you skip? I am going to- I am going to try and cut through that line, yeah. And then there's Dang another it. fine for skipping the line. All right. Yeah. Back to the line. So you, you skip up to the front of the line. The <laughs> dragonborn looks at you. I have a fine to pay. As do they. The line starts back there. Yes, but I'm here now, and here's the gold. He reaches under the counter. Pulls out another slip of paper that looks familiar to the one that you just have and hands it to you. I glance at it. The fine for skipping the line is five electrum. Mm. (laughs) Yes. I have 83 electrum. (laughs) I take out five and slap it on the counter. And along with the 20 gold? Yes. He takes all of it. Okay. Puts it in a bag. God damn it. Fine. Oh. <laughs> uh, uh, I head over. I try and find Kaylin and head Kaylin, over. you've been watching this whole interaction. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? Uh, it's fine. Just, that, just great. Peachy, I got a fine, uh, and one vague, unhelped, un- sort of, one useful answer, and a lot of vagueness. It's good. Gods. This is why I don't like gods. Can we go? Yes. Do you need to pay any fines, or <laughs> I don't know? No? Okay. We're waiting for you. <laughs> Thanks. Let's leave. <laughs> Welcome to bureaucracy. Um, I don't like it. I, I I made a law system, and I like the fact that it's been implemented. Raza <laughs> had a much easier time with not liking gods. It's true. Uh, there were less fines involved. Um, <laughs> so, uh, before we go back to Corbin, does anybody else have anything else they want to do? Uh, Boltron's good for today. All right. Um, Corbin, so yeah, eventually the the fight does stop. Okay. And you see people very disappointed because it ends in a draw. Of course it does. Um, and that one guy who bet on a draw is like, can there, I have it? There is a, yeah, there is exactly one guy who is making money, and everyone else is upset. Um, <laughs> and they sort of break away and go to sort of towel off and do the things that you do after a good spar. Uh, so yeah, you can you now have the opportunity to speak to the Cornite, uh, to sorry, not the Colterian battle priest. Okay. I'll I'll just quick sweep the legs out from under the guy that I was fighting and then be like, <laughs> alright, I'm done. 
and then just walk away right after I'm done <laughs> sweeping that out from under the leg. Good match! Yep, good one. Mm-hmm. Work on your shield work. Yep, yep. Uh, yep. And then I'll walk o- uh, over toward the cult tier battle priest. And, uh... So he is, uh, now that you're getting a slightly better look at him, yeah, it's just this fairly large, well-built half-orc um, that has just sort of uh, uh, an undercut, basically like the sides of his hair, the side of his head shaved very short, and then the top of his head kept long, uh, pulled back into a top knot. And again, wearing this, what you can only assume is some form of dragon hide, uh, as you step up to him. Yes. I haven't seen a fight like that in a while. Actually distracted me a bit while I was sparring with that one over there. Uh, the uh, Sundered Tin Cans tend to put up a good fight when they want to. <clears throat> yeah. Big swords don't really do much if you can't hit anything, right? It's true. Though, if they can hit, they do quite a lot. Yeah. Uh, so where they said that a couple of you came into town or into core, uh, are you guys here for a reason? Uh, I don't, I'm not familiar with your your temple. We don't have a temple per se. Coltier doesn't worship in buildings. Yeah. Coltier worships on the battlefield. No, we come looking for recruits every few months. Those that would like to follow the path and learn our ways. We can always use a few more strong arms. I believe we'd lost someone's camera. Uh, Patricia's. Patricia, your camera turned off. Uh, Patricia went away. Oh. Uh, BRB. Oh. Yeah. And turned hey, off her camera. There so, we go. Sorry. <laughs> All right, but yeah. Uh, <clears throat> so yeah, that, that's your answer, Corbin. Okay. And what exactly does one have to do to join your ranks? Because I um, know Coltier isn't the most popular, but... All that Coltier asks of his battle priests and what followers is glory in battle and honor in life. If one wishes to join, then there is a rigorous set of trials meant to steal the body and steal the mind. But once done, you are free to roam so long as, when given an edict from Kaltir, it is followed. We occasionally have need to call our brothers-in-arms back to, well, the glory of Kaltir. Okay. Well, you have the look of a mighty sword arm or spear arm about you. Would this be something you'd be interested in? Possibly. I'm actually already a follower of Coltier. I just a follower don't have a title. A follower and a battle priest are two very different things. I'm I'm aware. <laughs> I don't know if uh, I would have done so well up against the uh, sundered tin can, as you put it. <laughs> well, if you're interested, 
Our group will be in core for another few days, training potential applicants. And any that seem fit to join our ranks, we will be taking south and east to undergo their trials. Okay. Yeah. Uh, where would I be... Where hmm. would you be gathering applicants in the hmm. town? Right. We tend to stay at a small inn along the... Uh, Northern Wall, the Misfits Respite, it's called. Yep. There aren't many places that will treat us fairly, shall I say. Okay. Look for us there, if you wish to. Pursue the glory of Coltier. Alright, I'll keep that in mind. He holds out a hand. He holds out a hand. Uh, oh. It's like sort of, like sort of forearm grasp, shake. Yeah. Grabs it, shakes it. <clears throat> shake. I am, right. I am Garduk. If you wish to join us, ask for me. Okay, Garduk. I am Corbin. He nods, and then he heads out. Yep, and yeah, I'll head out. Uh, as well, unless somebody wants to stop me and try sparring again. No, I unless you me. unless you ask for a spar, no one's really. They, it's yeah. it's not like a hey, you I want to fight. It's more of a yeah. All right, yeah. I'll just head back and go for another few hours uh, of drinking and rest uh, with uh, Boulder. All right, Hope and Caitlin, where are you guys heading? <sighs> back to the guild. Yeah, it's, uh, it's people, buildings, so. paperwork, lines. <laughs> so after a while, um, uh, Kayla's actually going to peel off. She wants to go. Right. Um, she's going to spend some time trying to figure out what she can about revenants and okay. whether anything that would help them bring hope back. Or... Is there a particular place you would like to go study? Um, library, maybe? The regular library or a different library? Um, is there some check I can make to see what would be most helpful? Give me an intelligence check. Uh, give me an intelligence check. Just a flat intelligence ability check. Um, I don't think anybody's told you about it from the party's perspective, but you have heard that the ma- the uh, elemental magisters maintain a library that they refer to as the Black Archives, that tends to have f- the knowledge that isn't going to be in a normal library. Okay, she'll go there. Right, so you head to the building, the, the, the sort of home of the Elemental Magisters, which again is this squat, run-down, looking two-story building. With a big door in the front. Okay, she'll go in. You go up and knock on the door? Yeah. Boom, boom, boom. In the voice, in, in, in the back of your head, you hear a voice. Who goes there? I'm looking for some information on revenants. 
Well, I'm looking for some information on Revenants. <laughs> is your name a coincidence, or is that what you're looking for? Yeah, that's what I'm looking for. My name is Kaelin. Next time, listen to the question. If you're looking See, for information there, right? on Revenants, I assume you're here for the Black Archives. Oh, plebeians. And the door <laughs> opens up. You a plebeian, me an intellectual. <laughs> Voices in the back of your head, they're annoying. This one's just a magical door that gets irritated when people don't follow procedure. Um, you know, <laughs> We're in fable. <laughs> door opens up and there is just sort of blackness beyond it. This episode of Grand Terror Adventures, or re- Rebirth, sorry, Bureaucracy and Procedure. <laughs> <laughs> you step through the black curtain of shadows and uh, find yourself in a dusty old library that as, as you walk in, sort of torches and candles light with this ephemeral green flame. Um, you're sort of on the first floor of this massive six, seven story library that is definitely bigger than the building you just stepped into. Uh, and ahead of you is a dusty cobweb ridden, uh, sort of reception desk and sitting behind it collapsed into a chair is a very well-dressed skeleton. That's just sort of. <laughs> okay. I guess she'll approach the desk. As you approach the skeleton that seems for all the world to be a dead person that just sat there and died. Well, hello and welcome to the Black Archives. How may I be of assistance? I'm looking for some information on revenants. Ah, fascinating. Ah, that is a very particular subject. I am Jack, the librarian. Welcome. I believe I can assist you in that matter. Come, follow me. The skeleton stands up, and it's a very dapper skeleton. Like, it's wearing, like, a pea coat with a top hat and has a monocle in one empty eye socket that it puts up in one empty eye socket and walks with a cane. Sort of puts the cane down and strides up these steps. Um... And looks around, clicks its jaw together. Ah, yes, this way, if you're looking to bone up on some information. Takes a right. Um, comes over to uh, a set of bookshelves, reaches out with his cane and pulls one. The book sort of halfway comes off, clicks, rocks back into place, and the bookshelves part. Indicates with the cane. This way. Yep. You walk through? Yep. You walk through, and he stays behind, and the bookshelf closes behind you. You find yourself in a very dimly lit series of sort of stack of shelves. And as you start looking around, stepping around the corner of one of the stacks is Jack. Um, appears. Well, then. What in particular on Revenants are you looking for? What happens when they die and whether they can be brought back? Mm. 
I would recommend looking at this shelf, then, he says, indicating the third shelf on the right. You should find everything you're looking for, and if you have any questions, feel free to ask. I've memorized all of these books. When you're dead, you have quite a lot of time. Thank you. I'll give me an investigation check. The nine. Fortunately, you're in a very good area for reading things, so the DC is lower. Uh, you do find a book on revenants, um, talking about sort of what a revenant is, and sort of the, the basically a revenant is a creature who's and what you learn, a creature who has made a pact or a deal with a, with some sort of celestial being, not necessarily uh, a god. Uh, there are a variety of celestial entities or or otherworldly entities that one can make a pact with, or uh, they could also just be brought back by sheer force of will, depending on the person. Um, and basically, you have an objective. Typically, a revenant's objective is revenge. Uh, they will stay alive until they kill the person that killed them, or killed the people that made them die. Uh, like, you know, if they were executed, kill the person who ordered the execution, or if their village was burnt, kill the people who ordered the burning of the village. All of them, including the people that actually burnt the village, but, you know, this is a, it's a, yeah, sort of a hit list. Um, and then once that quest or command or whatever has been achieved, they die. They return to their rest permanently and cannot be resurrected. The idea being that the energy they use to sustain themselves after death basically burns that ability to come back that, that resurrection spells would use. Um... Until they've achieved their goal, however, the, if they ever die, they just come back 24 hours later. <laughs> Either in the spot where they died, or if their body was destroyed elsewhere. Divine revenants sometimes have a thing they do, where like they'll become water or become ashes when they die, and then come back later elsewhere, but... So, you, that's what you learn the, the basics of being a revenant, basically. Okay. Is there anything that would keep the soul here? Nothing that you can find. This is sort of a very basic tome that you've found that's just the, the you know, the the uh, the one, two, threes of being a revenant or revenant in me, you know. <laughs> that kind of a book. So you become a revenant. A guide. Yeah. Reading up on revenants. A guide. Yeah. Nothing, nothing so complex as trying to Everything circumvent the deal. Everything to your body is perfectly unnatural. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody dies. A revenant's guide. Can't she look so for useful to have these? That might have. What was that? Can she look for another book that might have some information? That's pretty much all you're finding. Like part of this is part of this is you know you know looking through the books and parsing the language, but. Uh, another thing is a lot of these are written by divine scholars and actual divine scholars being different from arcane scholars reading their writing is different as well um and so there's a lot it's a lot of translation and transliteration and and like the, sentences. the easiest way you know the easiest ones to read are the easiest ones to read for a reason um so that's that's pretty much all you can parse from the books you've found Jack is helpfully standing by. All right, she will ask Jack about objects that could keep a soul from leaving. 
Well, I do happen to be an expert on that particular subject, don't I? He says, clicking his teeth together. <laughs> ah, well... There are a variety of ways to keep a soul from journeying to the afterlife. There are lovely little gems you can trap them in, or bottles sometimes. Uh, bodies, if you're a little bit into the abstract horror of existentialism, but... Um, Skeletons, zombies, golems, uh, gems, bottles, statues, mirrors. Uh, there are many ways to trap a soul. Any that would circumvent a revenant's death? Well, the thing that prevents a revenant from dying is not completing their quest so any of the above will help if you trap their soul forever in a gem or a mirror it will certainly keep them from preventing from completing their quest and therefore <laughs> from dying best plan best plan let's do that oh, wait, what I'm looking for. <laughs> I mean I'm assuming a wish spell could bring them back that all depends on you What does that mean? Exactly what I said. A wish spell is a very particular spell, and a very powerful one at that, but how it works depends on how you ask. And be wary. When you ask for a wish, where does it come from? Don't know. Does that depend on me, or does that depend on how it's phrased, or...? Well, when you ask for a wish, it comes from the gods. Okay. And if they don't like your wish, what do you think happens? I mean, at best, nothing, but probably much worse than that. It's kind of disconcerting, this ever-smiling skeleton sort of asking you these questions. <laughs> he, pick, he reaches up, takes out his monocle, cleans it from nothing, puts it back. When bartering with magics that powerful, you have to be very careful and very clever. Otherwise, you may end up like me. Gutless. Is that how you ended up like that? No. How I ended up like this is a much darker story. <laughs> Would you like to hear it? Sure. He pulls out uh, from seemingly nowhere. Actually, he reaches into he reaches into his coat and you hear the clattering of bone on bone as he pulls out a violin and a bow and begins to play. And this very creepy and haunting melody pours forth from the violin as he tells a story of uh, a man being gutted and tortured and ripped apart by demons and devils as their plaything, and then ends it with, and then I woke up here. How true that is, I have no idea. Puts it away. 
fascinating. Um, she's going to look for a book on wish spells. That will be in a different section of the library. Okay. He reaches out, pulls a book. The, li- the, the, the shelves open up. You step out? Yeah. Have fun. The bookshelf closes. And he's there on the other side already. <laughs> Where to next? Uh, wish spells. Hmm. Ah, you don't have to look very far for that. He pull. He reaches into his rib cage and pulls out a scroll and hands it to you. Open it up. Take a look. I'm sure you'll hate what you find. Why do you say that? Everybody does. Will you tell me what is there? Read it for yourself. It's half the fun. Okay, well, Open the scroll up. It says, Wishes? Question mark. That's very helpful. He shrugs. No one really writes about wishes. I mean, except for in fairy tales. If you want, we have an extensive collection of fairy tales. All of them fairly grim, dark, and horrifying. Not really what I'm looking for. What are you looking for, then? Something that would circumvent a revenant's dying and not being able to come back. That sounds like something you might have to talk to a god about. Let's start a divine slap fight (laughs) (laughs) over hope. (laughs) Or a devil. I mean, or Graz would be up for it, but there are a number of people you could ask for that, but I'm afraid none of them exist on this plane, or at least not for long. Do you happen to know any demigods you could ask? (laughs) You swear he wiggles his eyebrows, but he doesn't have any eyebrows to wiggle, so you're not sure how. (laughs) Well, it's no skin off my bones. So, do you have any more need here? Or would you like to leave? Anything on some of the types of objects that can keep us all from leaving? We have a wide variety on soul-trapping objects of all kinds. Anything in particular? Um... Something that would let me still communicate with it? Well, if you're looking for mirrors that let you trap a soul, they tend to be up for conversation, but you have to look in the mirror. Ah, gems that house souls. Well, if you put the soul in something else, like a golem or a construct of some kind, 
Though the soul that's trapped might then end up beating you to death with their big metal hands, so... That might not be the best idea. Would they retain sentience? Oh, I'm certain. Souls that get trapped tend to be very angry after a while. There must be sentience in there somewhere. Though I wonder how many years it takes for that to be lost and madness to set in. But something where the soul could choose to leave if they wanted to. What soul would not choose to leave if a pleasant hereafter was left for them? No, unfortunately, if you trap a soul, it is very much trapped. Capital T, capital P. Why is there a capital P in the middle of that? <laughs> You'll have to yeah. ask Jack about that one. <laughs> Trapped! <laughs> Great. All right, well, I guess that's it then. Thank you. Very well. If you have any further questions or research that you wish to do, please feel free to return to the Black Archives. I so get well. Very few guests. And he Wonder wa why. walks you back down to the reception <laughs> desk, sits down. Well, have fun. <laughs> and he just resumes his dead skeleton st sitting stance alright she'll head back to the adventurer's guild <laughs> so eventually most of you return to the adventurer's guild yeah. uh, Agrisol at five do you remain where you are or do you eventually head back um, so I probably have work tomorrow. So I'm, I, after he's been there for quite a while, um, like long enough that no one's really paying much mind to this guy praying in the corner anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, when it's particularly like not crowded enough so that someone might overhear him, but also not quiet enough that everyone will definitely overhear him. Mm -hmm. he, he's just going to sort of start uh, tracing the symbol of Argon on his bracers. Um, again, seems, seems I'm finding myself here to repent to ask your forgiveness, your compassion. <sighs> Ever since my youth, you've, your kindness has watched over me. And again and again, I've come to you, asked you to forgive me, asked you to look away because I know so much of what I do fails you, fails that. But this time I asked for your help, didn't I? I asked you to watch over me as I damned one to eternal torment and sent another down a road of darkness. 
So, yeah. I'm sorry again. It will probably happen again because I'm not good at this repenting thing. Give me a wisdom saving throw. <laughs> Agrisil has the town drunk's approach to religion. <laughs> Fifteen. Um. So you you're 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 sitting there and having this moment. And you just sort of feel your attention being drawn to the gardens. Um, being the mother of harvest, there are obviously garden yeah. beds in open air, quite a lot of places around the temple. And you just sort of find your your, your gaze just idly drifting over to um, one of the uh, supplicants uh, sort of tending to the garden. Um, and they're filling it with fertilizer and sort of watering the plants. And one in particular of the... So you're, you're sort of looking at this bed of flowers. Oh, not succulents, supplicants. Su- supplicants, yes. Okay, I was trying um, to figure out why the succulents were tending to the garden. Uh, I mean, <laughs> Sorry. You know, makes sense. Uh, and um, one of the... So this, this particular bed of flowers has several bloomed flowers, except for one. Um, one 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 flower in particular seems to be refusing to bloom, um, and that's the one you focus on. And you've no idea what that means necessarily, but you can take whatever you want from it. But you you just you your vision just sort of seems to be directed towards this tightly closed flower. Yeah, yeah, I get it. I get it. And he's probably going to take off at that point. By which I mean... Wings! (laughs) (laughs) What about you five? How long are you staying out in the forest having a Disney princess moment? Oh, a long time. Except that at some point I'm just going to walk around and look for interesting things that might uh, lead to interesting things. Like treasure or <laughs> give me stones a, give that are me, pretty. Give me a perception check. Or I'm you know, go bunnies. Nineteen. You find on the edge of the abyss because the forest is right there at the edge. Um, you find a little obsidian stone. Ooh. I pick it up. It's about slightly smaller than your fist. Um, perfectly round and smooth. I lick it. It tastes like obsidian. Sort of glassy. This is good. Uh, okay, then I go find just a place to sit down, like, maybe drink some water, have a, have a little rest. Okay. Meanwhile, the rest of you reconvene at the Adventurer's Guild. <sighs> Eventually. Uh, where's Adrasol going? Um, Adrasol will probably... He's... Prob- he's not going to the Adventurer's Guild, he's... But he will head back to the Misfits Respite. Okay. Um, you get there. 
you do see there seems to be new people there. Um, yeah. A group of half orcs, uh, all dressed in this sort of dragon scale esque armor, um, wielding spears, sort of leaning. Uh, they they seem to have evicted the kobolds from their table. Uh, the kobolds who aren't at the bar currently, uh, and they're just chatting. Cool. I'll just head up to my room and crash. Okay. Yeah, dear and crash. The rest of you meet up at the Adventurer's Guild. So, Baldrin, Hope, Corbin, Kaelin, uh, Elisario is still there, Galadir has left, uh, sitting there at the table, unless Baldrin wanted to talk to Galadir about something. Mm. He's fine letting him leave. Yep. Sitting at a table. Has, has Boldrin moved at all? Other than uh, the, besides moving <laughs> one flagon from this side of the table to the other? Uh, <laughs> probably. Okay. He probably had to go to the bathroom at some point. Generally. That's um, what the empty flagons are for. No. Oh, gross. <laughs> but, uh, That's what thaumaturgy is for. Yes. <laughs> but as, as, as the day gets later, um, he does... Uh, bid the people in the main room good night and heads up to meditate basically to focus both on Storm Herald uh, and on the tower because he suspects that very soon he'll be learning a lot more about both. Well, you don't get anything more than you've had previously um, from these meditations. You do see the vision of the tower being entangled by some sort of corruption again and that's pretty much it. Mm-hmm. All right. And rests. Okay. Uh, anybody else doing anything before they go to sleep for the night? Uh, Hope and uh, yeah, Kaylin sit down. Mm-hmm. That's what they did all day. Uh you know, just errands. Uh, had to go talk to people in a temple. It's good. It's That's great. always fun. No, it's, it's terrible. It was terrible. Um, the not at all useful. It's good. Um, and I guess we have to go into the stupid tower of the gods. <sighs> yeah, yeah, that sounds not fun. I'm not looking forward to it. I could go either way. Yeah. What from what I heard from uh Galadir kinda shapes shapes itself to your uh, preconceptions of it, I think. Oh. Like how you think about what the tower is affects it kind of. Not in like his words he said, not super direct like I think this place is going to kill me, so you don't just, like, walk into a room full of traps and saw blades. Uh, but, uh, yeah, no, I don't know. He said it was something odd like that. It, it was a puzzle for him. I preemptively apologize, then. I don't know. Why do you guys want to go in it? Baldrin says we have to, and so does the voice in my head. Yep. I just want to. 
That's the only reason I'm going in. Why do you want to? Why? <laughs> what about this appeals to you in the slightest? See what's in there. See what's at the top, maybe. No one's gone to the top and come back, though. So. Yeah. Waldron, why do you say that you have to? Waldron's not there. He's not there. Oh, oh he's not there. I'm he's, sorry. Well, yeah. He's, this he's this this could very easily have been before Waldron went up. Um, yeah, I don't know. Unless you went up immediately as soon as they came in. Uh, probably Given a before they came in. Before they came in? So yeah, then Baldwin wouldn't be there at all. Given we've worked together a few times, um, Kaylin would know that Agdrasol is super interested in going into the tower for some goddamn reason. Um. Yeah, I figure if you get to the top, you might see past the abyss. That'd be a hell of a thing. Yeah. So, fun fact, Corbin. Fun fact. You know the thing I told you? The the task I have to do? Oh, yeah, with the scales? Yeah. Um... When I find them, I or when I return them, this is like a two-step. It's a two-step process because uh, I don't know. Um, then I die, apparently. So mixed feelings, strong mixed feelings. Like dead, dead, or you puff yeah. to ash again, and then no, okay. no, or probably. maybe you puff to ash and then you stay ash. Yeah. So. Yeah, good. that's. That's not something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not something everybody knows exactly how they'll die. Well, I don't exactly know. Um... <laughs> you know when. When, yeah. you, when well, you do X, Y will happen. When she finds me, yeah. That's basically the gist of it. So. I was trying to find something that might stop it, but I got nowhere. All I found is that to keep a revenant from dying is something you would have to talk to a god about. Just... Cut out the middleman in the temple. <laughs> From my Maybe experience, there's... it's really hard to do. Yeah. Well. Yeah. You could always. Some gods pit each other against. They don't like each other. You could always try going to the one that's not allied with your. God, I guess. Let's see if you can be like... I don't know anything about the gods. Who can stop fate, though? Another god? Well, we no just killed... We, we, we literally just killed the, the god that can stop fate's demigod. <laughs> That's something you're gonna have to talk to Boldrin about. He knows. <laughs> Boldrin, he knows. 
I know things. <laughs> yeah, but you're not here. He drinks and he knows things. Uh, no, um, yeah, that's that's a hell of a thing to know, though. Mm-hmm. But bonus, I don't think it will immediately. Uh, Turn me weird like Umbra. I don't think so. What That's one? what I went to ask. The the thing I have to retrieve. Oh. It's in the abyss. I mean, even if it did turn you into something like, well, not exactly like him, but like into well, yeah. a demigod or something like that. I mean, he was a dick. Yeah. You're not so bad. Mm. He didn't start out like that, though. Probably. No, he started out like that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I assume good things about people. Except wizards and Except, the guards. No, I'm fine with wizards. And the priests. Actually. I'm fine with. I'm not good with priests. And I'm, the priestesses. I'm fine with wizards. We've established this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like them I assume good things about people except for this list of people <laughs> <laughs> yes no I don't think so but if I do please stop me alright you look over Thanks. and see Selena passed out in the corner by the way yeah. You should probably get her to her room. But, yeah. Uh, if you if you pull an umbra, make sure make sure that you don't come back 24 hours later or however long you wait. Normally, when I hope that's not a thing because. The next, I don't want to. I don't want to. Oh, well, actually, no, that'd be kind of cool. Wait, what? What? Fighting a demigod every day. No. That'd be a hell of a test. No, that would be terrible. I don't think he. Well, no, you don't enjoy fighting trapped. as much as I do, so. He's Cor- Corbin, the one who embraces this is a fiend task. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh. I don't. I don't know where to get one of those gem things to to trap your no, soul. So don't. you would just. I'll. I'll figure out a way to take care that you, of you. That you keep. That you keep fighting over and over. No. I, I know that. I know that. Sorry, it's just a little thought okay. thing in my head. Okay. I'll try to end it that first fight. Thanks. Please do. I will kill you the first time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Basically, we've gone real dark. <laughs> yeah. I will make your death quick. <laughs> um, but yeah. I might, depending on how long it takes, be heading to the to the southeast for a while. You, everybody's welcome to come with. But uh, why? I ran into some some battle priests. Might see what they're and... about. And 
the only reason that I might be seeing what they're about is because I watched them fight impressively for over a half an hour and didn't tire as much as they should have against a templar or against a sundered cathedral so what you want to recruit them they're looking for recruits and anybody that offers a good fight I'm always up for to be a priest that this means oh, I'm no. going to have to hate you. Not, okay. No, 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 not not books and scrolls and uh, cast spells. Priest, beat the shit out of things. Priest, Coltier. Who is he? The god of war. The war god. Oh, that's his title. Literally, the war god. All right. I don't know. I just. I want to stay away from gods as much as possible. Just in general, they don't they they don't care what happens to us. So I just don't. Let's. I would oh, look, really yeah, Graza's really back. back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure is Graza in here. <laughs> I'm not. The spirit going, of Graza watches searching. over us all. I'm not searching for. To, to be fair, Graza was a lot more clear on what she disliked about the gods and what she thought about the gods. <laughs> I'm, I'm not searching. I'm not searching to find a god or to 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 I don't know interact with a god or anything like that. I I could give two shits if Coltier actually does anything. These guys know how to fight. I can learn some things from them. That's that's it. Okay. And yeah, that's like where I don't have any more interest in continuing the conversation. Hopefully. I don't either. Yeah. So five. Yeah. It's gotten pretty dark outside. Yep. You still staying out there? Yep. How long are you staying out there? Has five slept outside before? Yeah. Okay. Probably a while. You staying the night out there? Yeah. Okay. In the morning, eaten by wolves. Anyways, the rest of you... Uh... <laughs> Not next to the abyss, obviously. <laughs> that would no, be a just poor get choice. Eaten by whatever the abyss decides to spit out. Fine. That's fine. That's fine. Um, I can make a fire. Most of you are afraid of fires. You can make a forest fire. Yeah, I would be careful. <laughs> the uh, the rest Ish. of you all go to bed. Oh, I'll carry Selena up to her place. Yeah, and you carry Selena down. up and and throw her passed out ass in the bed. Yep. Um, Sarah, give me a D one hundred roll. Okay. What How wild many? animal eats you? How many wild animals? Fifty. Right down the middle. Fifty. Good roll. You find wild you dogs. you find yourself waking up in the middle of the night to the sound of beating wings. Oh. 
It's a dragon! I lay really still. After a little while... The ground shakes as something massive lands nearby. I get up and I move towards the nearest tree to hide. So as you get up, you are confronted with a face. Chicken. You see before you, reflected in the moonlight, the brass-colored scales of a dragon. Oh, yeah, this is going to be fantastic. With golden eyes just sort of staring at you. Is it Vex? No. Yeah. <laughs> Aww. I stay very Vex was a copper dragon. Still? It looks at you. So it's, it's not said. too offended. It is not often I find small mortals sleeping alone in the forest. What are you doing out here? Five? Five what? Five. She's sitting very still. Tilts head the other way. Tries to give it a winning smile, like, hey, buddy, I'm one of the good ones. Give me a persuasion roll? Twenty-one. Now, see, that was your persuasion, not your persuasion? <laughs> <laughs> this... You, you realize that you can't quite see the full extent of its form, because the forest blocks it out. But it is definitely massive, dragon. Rears its head back and looks down at you. Hmm. Perhaps this form is startling. And the massive dragon shrinks into a two-legged being um, wearing sort of a uh, 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 the best thing would be to would like capri pants like torn off at the at the bottom end um, <laughs> uh, sort of a white uh, sort of a white um, uh, sash around its waist um, that that sort of connects around the waist and then up up across the shoulders no shirt or shoes or anything like that with long shaggy platinum blonde hair uh, to the same sort of golden glowing eyes that it had previously, and this sort of elven-human hybrid form. I recognize this artwork. Um, sort of standing there, not quite, William. Uh, close, but not quite. With its, with his with his arms crossed, his you assume definitely male body at least. Uh, well then, is this more comfortable? She's thinking, no, because now you're extremely attractive and I'm nervous. Uh, but of course doesn't say that. 
she kind of looks around for her notebook and goes and gets it. You get it. And then and then writes down, no, because you're extremely attractive and I'm nervous. <laughs> looks at it, his draconic eyes, uh, sort of reading over the text. How peculiar. Who are you? Five. He looks at the notebook, waiting for an explanation. <laughs> My name is Five. Ah. Well. At least, that's what it's been for as long as I can remember. I had another one once, but I don't remember what that was. Hmm. Interesting. I am Maxodontalus, though you can call me Max. Most people do. Why are you out here in the forest all alone? I don't really know why. It seemed like there were too many people. Well. And they wanted certain things that I didn't want. Hmm. So I wanted to be away from them. That's fair enough. Often when people want things of me that I don't want, I simply turn them into dinner, but I assume that's not proper etiquette amongst mortals. Sometimes I just light them on fire. But they've told me that's not nice. When I light things on fire, people aren't typically around afterwards to tell me it's not nice, so that might be a thing that I've been missing. Yeah, but you're big. When I do it, I'm not that big. Hmm. Perhaps you simply need to be larger. <laughs> the conversations a brass dragon has with a random drow. Can I... What can I polymorph into? Can I polymorph into a dragon yet? Uh, polymorph has very specific limitations. Uh, I can only... CR. CR of your level, I think. And also, okay. it only... Regular polymorph is only beasts. Oh. Yeah. Uh, I turn true. into a horse. True and polymorph. And then back. Not quite as impressive. Nor exactly what I meant, but... Uh, A for effort. (laughs) I don't get that, but okay. Um, Why are you out here? I know, you can transform into anything. It doesn't have to be a beast. But it is... uh, um, Mm. It is challenge rating equal to or less than your level. Oh. Um, But it doesn't have to be a beast. Polymorph can be anything. Okay. The new one can be any beast whose challenge rating is equal to or less than. Oh, is it any beast? Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say. There's a typo in my book. All right. Yeah, true polymorph is any creature. There's a typo in my book. A toaster oven. Anyways, that being said, well, regardless. There are dangerous things that roam the night, especially along the abyss's edge. It would be wise... I know, I came out of there. Well, 
There are things far more dangerous than you. It would be wise to not spend the night near it. These woods, and to the south of here as of late, have been home to creatures of the night that... Well... Shit, if I could ask a dragon one question. Let's just say... Mortals beware. And uh, he, like, sort of seeing you not having a reaction to that. Uh, I'm just thinking. She's not. Yep. She's not not reacting. She's just thinking. He looks around, sniffs, the sniff of a hunter hunting for something. I offer him the rock that I found earlier. He doesn't seem to react to it. I lick it again, see if it changed taste. It didn't. Okay. My prey seems to have eluded me this evening. Are you on a date? You could say that. Though in this particular instance, my date is... Well, also the main course. How did you get a date? I pursued it. (laughs) Oh. Do you live around here? Yes. Like... As a guy or as a dragon? Both. Okay. I would recommend you get within the walls of your city before the night is out. It's not my city. My use of the term you're there was less of an ownership thing and more of a the city where mortals sleep and eat and shit and other things. <laughs> Some of them. Either That's not where way. I came from. This Can I go with you? Is, I'm not going there. I'm going to continue my hunt. Yeah, I get that. It would be best if you would seek shelter. It is not a creature that mortals should hunt lightly. Well, technically I would just be spectating. You could hunt. I would just, like, hang out. Make conversation. Fire stuff. Fire hands. The notebook goes up in flames and she's like, no! No! (laughs) (laughs) Left it out. His face doesn't change. (laughs) He blinks several times, though. You can tell he's thinking about something. (laughs) He's gonna eat me. 
<laughs> we don't know what it is that he's thinking, though. He lets out a sigh that lasts longer than sighs typically do. <laughs> Still got dragon lungs. And turns upon talking to five. And walks to the south <laughs> without saying anything in response. Five makes a note in her book. Day 45. No more friends that I started with. He was pretty. <laughs> do you resume sleeping out here or do you head towards the walls? Oh, I really want to chance it. I'll just go take a walk. We'll see if I get back to the city. Okay. Are you Which direction are you walking? I don't know. Which way was the city? North. Oh. Oh, yeah, because I could follow that guy. He was really pretty. No, I'll go. I'll head back towards the city in a sort of general way. All right. You you end up back north towards the city. Do you actually go inside, or do you stay stay outside along the walls? No, I'll stay outside along the walls. All right. You 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 can eventually finish your night's sleep along the walls without with in relative comfort because there are guards there. Um. And you all eventually awake in the morning in your various places Baldrin is very quickly up out of his room and downstairs waiting for people to show up Baldrin's the first to the breakfast table Corbin's second yeah alright I get up I go downstairs (laughs) So, Corbin. Yeah. Ready to enter a mysterious tower that likes to change based on who's entering. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to make another stop before we did, though. Sure. Uh, you guys are welcome to come with, but I actually have to head back to that Misfits Respite place for a quick errand. Certainly. And that's where the the winged one is, isn't it? Weren't they coming with? I don't believe know. they'd expressed an interest. I yeah. Actually, I'm sure less. A- a- Agdrasol, did you tell them that you stayed at the Misfits Respite, like when you first met? Yeah, because that's where he was sleeping all of the month that they yeah. weren't working together. So if no one else knows, Corbin knows because we were yeah. both. Yeah, no, you guys. Yeah, Corb- you guys would know. I was taking jobs via Corbin. Yeah, if I remember right. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, you guys would know then where yeah. Agrisol stays. But yeah, there's some some battle priests over there that I want to talk to. Maybe see what they can teach me. Well. I wanted to go and fight that dude in the center of town. I want to watch guy. that. <laughs> You're more than welcome to. I might want to take another stab at him. Ah, uh, yeah. That, I'll that's, certainly spectate that. That sounds yeah. better and better the more I say it. Oh, yep. 
Uh-huh. All right. I need to hit things. Okay. That's what I like to hear. Are yeah. you going Are you going to get Agdrasol first or are you going to do that first? Uh I think Agdrasol wants to go see that. Kellen is also at the next picture, but Okay, yeah, Kaylin also stays at the Misfits Respite, so... Yeah, we can go stop by and yeah. let them know. Yeah. But then yeah. I am going straight to the center of town to hit things. Okay. Yeah. Fine, and hit things and probably miss constantly. Uh. <laughs> hey, no, that's not what she needs right now, Baldrin. I didn't say that, I didn't say that in Garrett. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> All right. So you guys head to the Misfit Respite. You yep. find I I just know that this fight's theme is one winged angel. <laughs> you find um I mean you find Agdrasol, obviously. Uh and you also find Kaylin, and there are a variety of half orcs staying there as well. Uh, I'll uh walk up to the half orcs. Uh well if there's a one or two of them or if I see Garduk. Yeah, you see Garduk there. I'll walk up to him. Mm. And, uh, Welcome, Corbin. I see you've decided to join us. Yeah, see what I can learn from you guys. Mm. Well, we'll be leaving for the trials this afternoon. If you wish to join us for it, it'll be a few days. Okay. After which, you- you'll be free to go your way. Providing you All survive, right. of course. He says with a grin. Are they that tough, are they? The battle priests of Kultir earn glory one way or another. Either through battle or through death. Okay. Uh, actually, yeah, I'll, I'll head out with you guys, but I have a question for you mm-hmm. that I'm pretty sure I already know the answer to. Do you want to see a fight? Yes. That's a silly question to ask. I know, but, you know, formalities. Uh, And now the rest of you have also now seen these figures, these half-orcs wearing what looks like dragon scale leather. Mm -hmm. There's a gentleman in the middle of town, or, yeah, in the middle of the city? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, somewhere. And one of uh, one of my friends wants to take a take a stab at him, and I might if if they don't win, I might want to take a stab at them after. Well, it'd be a good place for you to show off your skills at the very least. Yeah, I thought you guys would have at least heard about him. He's been pretty vocal about it. So we've only can... just arrived yesterday. Oh, so. that's. Yeah, that's true. Also, we don't have a habit of taking up random challengers. <laughs> Certainly. Let us go see this man of yours. Yeah, alright. <laughs> so, yeah, I'll walk back over uh, to the group and introduce Garduk, Hope, Agasol. Anybody know where Five is? Uh, I haven't seen her. Baldrin. And Kaelin. Yep. You have all been introduced to Garduk, the battle priest of Kultir. Which, 
Baldrin, you know, Battle Priest of Coltir means paladin. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck. I promised you guys I'd come for drinks, didn't I? Also, yeah. the tower. I, we, we remember you saying that you were interested in the tower. Yes, interested in the tower. I owe... Ah, Shin, I... That kid, too. Um... Well, currently, we're going to go watch uh, Hope and potentially Corbin try and take on our open challenger in the middle of the city. going to so... fight things. <laughs> Do we need the... to check on Hope on five? The other alpha pacifisty one? Who? Uh, five? Um, she can take care of herself. If she's not here by the time we're entering the tower, I'll take I'll take a look around for her. But with if you need me to do a flyby, if she's in the city, I can find her pretty easily. That might be uh, needed, but at the moment with Umbra gone, she should be safe to take care of herself. Okay. Cutting over to five in the morning. What you doing? Uh, looking around for something to eat. So you head back into the city. No, just looking around. Just around outside. Give me a survival check. Plants. Give me a survival check. Plants I can eat. Give me a survival check. Those squirrels are still hanging around. (laughs) Roast squirrel would be good. Twelve. Yeah, you managed to find there. There are obviously squirrels. Quite a lot of squirrels, and yeah, there are herbs and things you can eat. (laughs) All right, I eat some of those things. Okay, you staying outside? Yes. All right, back inside. Uh. So, <laughs> unless there's any objections, you all head to the place of challenge? Yes. So, you all find yourself standing outside a dirt uh, a uh, dirt re- arena, basically, uh, underneath a tree. Uh, this mighty oak that's sort of, sort of a sacred tree to core. Um, the god, as well as the city, but... Um, where this man has been standing uh, and defeating opponents. Um, you all approach and see him. Uh, he is... Uh, he's a looks to be a fairly old man. Long white hair hanging down to the middle of his back with a long white beard. Uh, sort of white gray beard uh, sort of hanging down to his chest. Wearing uh, a pauldron that is strapped to one shoulder and down and an armored gauntlet on that same arm. Um but no shirt or any other armor like that uh, has like sort of an armored uh, belt and then pants that have, you know, these armored skirts to them, but his like upper torso is bare and covered in scars where it's visible. Um, and he sort of stands there with a great sword planted in the ground off to the one side, awaiting challengers. Yep. Stepping so forward. We never, Established. Do, do I know anything about this guy having men living in the city? No, he just appeared. Uh, about okay. a, he appeared a month ago or so and issued an open challenge and hasn't been defeated since. Yeah, that's what I was. Yeah, that is what I meant when I said, "Do I know anything well, about?" That's this what you guy. know. Yes. Okay. I'm. G- Hello, I'd like to challenge you. Uh, you are welcome to. Yes. Are there any rules so that I may break them? There are no rules. Just you by yourself, or are you bringing an ally with? 
Can I bring an ally with? Certainly. Corvin. Tag me in. (laughs) (laughs) Do this. I am Aziel. And I welcome you to your defeat. And he just pulls the greatsword out of the ground, flicks it around, and puts it on his shoulder. Well then, you have the first strike. I'm going to roll initiative. All right. All right. As battle music starts playing out of nowhere. (laughs) As he willingly takes one on his initiative. (laughs) One helps, because otherwise mine is terrible. Alright. Hit things for once. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, he does willingly take one on his initiative. So, uh, Corbin, you're first. Alright. I will. Uh, how, f- about how far away is he? Uh, he's standing in the middle of this ring. The ring is about the ring is about thirty feet total uh, okay. in in circumference in uh, width. Um, so you're at the edge of it. So you're about thirty feet away from him. Okay. Uh, so yeah, I'll use all my movement to get up to him, and uh, I'm gonna take a. Let me quick. I had because I I don't know if I have it written in my thing. I'm gonna use my fainting attack. Okay. Um, so, let me... I'm just going to open my book. and I know it gives me advantage, but I don't remember if it uses the bonus action or not. I mean, most things do. You roll the superior yeah. order die and do a thing. Yeah. Let me pull it open here. Yeah. Yep, so... Expend, a spirit, expend one superior order. You use a bonus action to turn to on your turn to faint. Choose another creature within five feet of you as a target. You have advantage on your next attack roll against that creature. If the attack hits, add superior order die to the attack's damage roll. Alright, yep, I'm gonna do that. Okay. Now I just... Oh, damn it. I can only use one maneuver per attack. Uh, so, Alright, yeah, so fainting attack. Advantage. I'm just gonna roll it twice. Heavy spear. Which, uh, 25. Uh, 25 hits. Alright, so there's damage, and then superiority die, where'd you go? Right there, so 19 points of piercing damage. Okay. Let me look at that. Uh, First attack, and then next attack is just regular. Uh, Bam, 27. Okay. Uh, 27 hits as well. Okay. And I'm actually going to make that a tripping attack. Okay. So, so seven plus one is eight. Uh, then he's got to make a strength saving DC of sixteen. Yeah, real quick, I'm looking at something. Uh... Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Do 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 do. Uh, so he succeeds his strength save. So you run in and stab. You stab and stab, sort of bringing the spear across and then in. Um, and you sort of get him twice across the chest. And then you whip the uh, you whip the end of the spear around to like take his legs out from underneath him. And you hear the cracking sound of wood on flesh. And he doesn't move. So... Alright. Hmm. 
Okay. That's me. Uh, Hope. All right. I rage. All right. Uh, and circle around so I'm flanking with Uh-oh. Corbin. Um, and I could be smart and pause and try and incite him, but no, I'm just going to attack with advantage. Uh, with the scimitar, uh, uh, effect. Okay. 19. A 19 hits. Roll damage. Finally. (laughs) 10 slashing damage. And, uh, my, uh, ancestral protectors things happen. All right. For the first time. Read those out. Okay, starting when you choose this path at third level, spectral warriors appear when you enter your rage. While you're raging, the first creature you hit with your attack with an attack on your turn becomes a target of the warriors, which hinders its attack. Until the start of your next turn, the target has disadvantage on any attack roll that isn't against me. And when the target hits a creature other than you with an attack, that creature has resistance to the damage. Okay. So, as Hope, so Hope comes across and slices him in the back, drawing a bit of blood. And as Hope does, these sort of uh, uh, ethereal blue warriors just sort of explode out of her and 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 appear on either side of her, her, her sort of harrying the uh, the enemy. Now it's his turn. He sort of rolls his neck. Good attempts, good attempts. Now allow me to retort. And he flips the greatsword up in his hand and swings around behind him at Hope. Uh, A 31 hits you, I believe. (laughs) Yeah. Um, You take... What is the point of my armor class? Nothing. You take... Ten points of slashing damage, which is not resisted by your rage. Oh, okay. As this sword glows with radiant light as it slices into you. Seven points of radiant damage, and then another four points of radiant damage. Okay, I have resistance <clears throat> to those? Nope. Um, no. Even from oh, wait, ASMR, no, no. You do. You do have resistance yep. to those from being an ASMR. Yep. So, uh, so three and two. So ten points two. of slashing and five points of radiant total. So... As he just, okay. and then with while still looking at Corbin, hits you, reverses his grip, and swings again at you. I think I recognize this ability. Does a twenty six hit you? It does. Not you. I'm not you. Prepared. Hope. Not you. Hope. Yes. All right. That's thirteen slashing that is not resisted. Eight radiant, which is reduced to four. Okay, so... Um, and two radiant, which is reduced to one. Eighteen. Okay. Um, and there's an explosion of divine energy. As you take another twelve points of radiant damage, reduced to six. Ow! Okay. Hang on one second. Does he have more than just two attacks? Nope, he's only got the two. So, so he basically like reaches around behind, hits you twice with the greatsword without without taking his eyes off of Corbin, and then plants it back into the ground. That makes it Corbin's turn. Yep. Now he's just being a dick. Uh. So yeah. Um. 
One second. I gotta look up. No, I don't have to because I have it written in here already. Um. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Uh. So I'm gonna quick stab stab at him. Okay. So. Uh. Nope. A fourteen misses. Yep. Oh, you have advantage because you're fleeing with hope. Oh yeah. 28. Twenty-eight hits. So. Blam! Seven point. I'm rolling minimum damage. Bummer. Uh, and then, yeah, I'm gonna stab, stab at him again. I'm gonna, yeah, uh, 20. twenty. Twenty hits. Roll damage. Uh, and yeah, I'm gonna try to trip him again. Okay. So there's that, and that. So eleven points of. Piercing damage, and then 16 DC. So yeah, you spin, you again, you stab, stab, the blades, the, the blade of your spear is slicing through him, caught, drawing blood two more times, and then whip that spear around, aiming for like the back of his knee, and again, you hear this cracking sound as this back of the spear hits his knee, and nothing happens. He does not fall. Okay. Um... Can't really do anything else as a bonus action. Uh, yeah, um, yeah, that's me. Hope. Who the fuck are you? I take. Uh, I'm going to res- take that superior healing potion as my bonus action. He responds by saying, "Aziel, <laughs> the man you challenged." And, um, yeah, I'm uh, going to take that healing potion, which, uh, what's a superior healing potion? 8d4 plus 8. Okay, yeah. Let's, let's spend this on something random and useless. Uh, <laughs> does that random fight of opportunity? Let me check something. 29 hit points. Alright, you heal right, 29. Nice. Yeah. Um, which brings me to 30, 44. Uh, and then bonus action, um, insightful fighting. I'll roll that in the thing so you can see it. Okay. Uh, where is it? I have too many, too Doesn't many Doesn't that just things. give you advantage? Um. That you already have I'm for flanking? I'm also just trying, yeah, I'm trying to figure out. Yeah, give me an insight roll. Who the hell he is. And sure. What he is. Give me an insight roll. Okay. Eleven. Terrible. Uh, mostly what he is is unreadable. Uh, mm-hmm. Like he he's he is he, he's presenting a very open stance and like like obviously yeah. you guys are hitting him like it's nothing. Um, yeah. And he's smiling and grinning. And doesn't seem to be hurt by any of the damage you're... Like, he's he's definitely bleeding. You're stabbing him, but he's taking it like it's nothing and, like, smiling the whole time. Uh, Mm. Question. Do I recognize this individual or his fighting style from any, like, warrior monks or, like, faith warrior orders or... Give me a religion check. And also, you didn't use your sneak attack in the last... Twenty. Oh, thank you. I did not. Yep. Yeah. You forgot um, it. Yep. You forgot it. So. Yeah. Well, that's, that's it's terrible. A, it's a may ability, not a must ability. Yeah. Eight. Um, that wouldn't have, you, you, you missed it, so it doesn't matter. Oh, okay. Um, 
You don't get to go back a turn. Uh, uh, with a twenty religion, uh, he doesn't. He's not fighting in any fighting. Like you're, you're sort of analyzing the way he's moving, and it's like he, he's not even fighting like a person that knows how to fight is. He's not guarding against anything. He's not like he's swinging the sword without looking. You you do not recognize anything about him. Other, so he comes from the Superman school of combat. Uh-huh. Um. Yes. Damn it! But, when Jeremy's not here, no one gets no, the no, comment. I, 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 I get the reference, but in universes. Anyways, um, but but yeah, no, um, you you you're not. He is a mystery to you. Hmm. You are definitely you know definitely detecting the radiant energy coming off of the sword as he hits things with it. Does the sword? Because even a magical weapon wouldn't normally cut through Hope's rage like a normal like like that sword does. Give me another religion check. Does the sword seem unique? Thirteen. Seems like a normal greatsword to you. Oddly, like a normal greatsword to you. Um. My my original theory of it's just Marduk is getting a little bit more believable. <laughs> uh, Hope, does a 29 hit you? Yes, it does. 13 slashing, 2 radiant. Okay, um, you are already putting in the halving on the radiant? Uh, so that, that's halved down to 1. Cool. Uh, 14. Uh, and 14 radiant, which is halved to 7. As he reaches back around, smashes you again. And again. A 25 hits you, I'm assuming. Yeah. Uh, glass is useless. 12 slashing, 1 radiant, which is reduced to 1 because at minimum of 1. Yeah. Um, and another two radiant, which is reduced to one. And this time the sword glows again. Uh, this time it's glowing with a different um, energy than the previous radiant energy, uh, which Baldrin you can see from the sidelines as well. Now it is dark energy. No, it's not dark. It's sort of neutral. I need to look at a number real quick. Yep, okay. Um, given my familiarity with other planes, do I recognize anything about his Give me a aesthetic? nature check. Uh, 29 points of force damage. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. A what check? I'm unconscious. And as, uh, well, as the strike passes through a second time, hope blinks out of existence. <laughs> Okay, I think I recognize that one. You definitely recognized Banishing Smite, yes. One down. One to go. There is definitely something of an otherworldly nature to this person, Agdrasol. Um, He's moving in a way that doesn't make sense for mortals, which typically means otherworldly. You're not quite certain what variant of otherworldly, but this is definitely some sort of outsider, not a human, as he looks. Not a human from a different plane. I'm an elf from a different plane, but like, yeah, like, I know like, what you mean. 
Yeah. Actual outsider. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Corbin. All right. So, now, I'm a little peeved that he decided to take care of one person before the other and not fight. He just ignored me. <laughs> I mean, he even looked at you the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, no, he didn't even swing at me. So, now I'm going to rage. Okay. Uh, and going to faint attack again. So, advantage. Natural 20. That hits. Yes! Yep, so... Uh, that's 14 plus another two points. Jesus. Uh, and then... Uh, yeah. Um, gonna fucking hit him again. Yep. Uh, yeah, that one misses. 13 misses. So yeah, you you stab in and it, you slice past his side. Blood starts uh, seeping out of another of a fresh wound, and you whip it around to get him again. And he just sort of moves the great sword, and you and it intercepts your spear with it. My turn. Uh, do 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 do. Oh, a natural twenty. Oh, I'm immune to crits. You are, actually. You are immune to crits. Yeah, adamantine armor. Yep. Adamantine armor. Uh, Which is fine. So you just take take, uh, 14 points of slashing damage and 8 points of radiant damage. Okay. Uh, I'm going to parry the 14. Which does what? Uh, It's... Yeah, uh, mitigate some of the damage. Let me see. Because I can only repost if he hits me, or if he doesn't hit me. Uh, superiority die plus my dex mod. Right. So, D8 plus actually, now I'll just take the 14. Alright. 14 plus what? Radiant? Uh, 14 plus 8 radiant. And another 4 radiant. Okay, so 14 plus 12. And... It comes back around again, this time glowing with that same ethereal energy. A 26 hits you. Does. 16 slashing, 4 radiant. I will repose, or I will parry that one. Okay. Oh, sweet. So, uh, that's. So, 8 slashing. 11. Because it's plus my dex. Oh, okay. So. So then, five slashing, four radiant, plus another seven radiant, plus 39 force damage. Jesus. As, and you just feel rocked as the sword hits you again and Hope's body appears on the ground behind him, unconscious. So he added two different radiant things and then forced image on top of it because mm-hmm. I'm unconscious oh, so yeah so you hit the ground of damage even with me mitigating weapon 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 it. weapon does divine damage on its own he's clearly some kind of paladin yeah. so divine smite yeah. and then banishing yeah. smite yeah. he so as you hit the ground 
He flips the sword back around, stabs it into the ground, reaches down. The two of you fought well. It is unfortunate you're not quite powerful enough yet for my needs. And touches both of you. And you both feel all of your hit points return. (laughs) As your wounds close in a flash of light. And he stands back up, leaning on the greatsword. Well fought. I didn't hear a thing you said. What? (laughs) Yeah. Well fought. Not quite strong enough for my purposes, but well fought indeed. What are your purposes? Ah. Yeah, what the hell are you looking for? Only Only the one strong enough to defeat me will learn that. (laughs) okay with that do i get anything else about otherworldly shit because that is specific and suspicious i mean other uh, outsiders outsiders will often interact with mortals for very specific purposes um this one seems to be he seems to be wanting Somebody who is strong enough to defeat him for some reason. Like, there's nothing, there's nothing, like, there's no specific call out or anything to, like, a specific otherworldly entity. Um, but yeah, he's some sort of, from, from his fighting style and from the energies that he was putting out, the fact that he just healed both these back to full, he's definitely some sort of divine or celestial being. Um,. Definitely not a fiend, or definitely not a fiend or a fae. Um, but yet, that doesn't really give you much more. Okay. Okay, I'm gonna shake off the sh- soreness and shame real quick, and start walking back to the group of battle priests. I just said, "Hey, let's let's go watch me fight." And then I get my ass kicked. <laughs> one hit. Garduk, Garduk looks down at you and sort of pats you on the shoulder. No need to feel shame. That is a far superior opponent. Yeah. Where did you get the sword from? I'm still standing there staring at him. Looks over his shoulder at you. It's mine. I feel Are like you? I'm staring. I feel like I'm staring at a planetar paladin. Aziel, at your service. Mm. Okay, other question. Based on how long it took them, how little damage he seemed to take, but that from the other two, how long would it take me to kite him if he couldn't hit me out of the sky? A long time. Good to know. I'm not in the habit of wasting arrows. (laughs) If he couldn't, and you know for a f- you know he's fought mages and other people that had like yeah, no, he definitely and- could. <laughs> it's it's more of a hypothetical. Well, come back when you are mightier, and if you can defeat me, you'll learn my purpose and a handsome reward besides. Hmm. I'll definitely be back. I turn and walk away. <laughs> he resumes his stance, waiting for challengers. He just uh, told us to get good. <laughs> Boldrin looks up at Garduk and kind of, what's your read on him? 
He looks at him. He's not a warrior of Kaltir. His movements are too unorthodox, untrained. He fights as if he doesn't care about the injuries he sustains. He fights as if he doesn't care about the most effective way to defeat his enemies. This is a being of raw power. If you imagine to a normal person how much how much effort do you think a dragon exerts to kill its prey? Depends on what it's hunting. Quite depends on the dragon's preferences. A cow, Which, for instance. Oh, none at all. That's the amount of effort he was exerting. Yeah, I knew that. I just didn't want to hear it. Uh, you don't really want to think about dragons eating cows today. I, quite frankly, don't want to know what it looks like when he's fighting seriously. I do, the battle priest yeah. says, but yeah, I am too. not the one to find that out. I do, from a very safe distance. <laughs> Hopefully not against me. Well, when you're ready, he says, looking over at Corbin, we'll be at the south gate this afternoon. And he uh, heads out. Okay. You want a company, Corbin? I mean, I already said you guys are welcome to come with. I think, uh... To the tower? No, he's going out to to do some sort of trial thing. Yeah, some some tryouts, trials. Uh, well, do you guys wanted to go into the tower today? No, Baldrin. I'll have other things I have to do first. But look at Baldrin. I know you wanted to get in there as soon as possible. I did. Yeah. You said you were going to wait a couple days. So I figured, hey, a couple days. Uh, It sounds like you'll be gone for more than a couple of days. Yeah, we'd be heading to the southeast. Well... At the very least, I think I can learn some more about the tower while people are gone, if I'm the only one who wants to go in. I mean, I still want to go in. I just want to see what I can learn from these people before. You're welcome, too. I'm just... I might do I might do a bit of scouting, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Yeah, I get you. I want to go oh, in. I owe a powerful mage a drink, and I don't want to continuously owe that once I go into the tower. Hmm. Go take the Shadowborn for, for a drink. I want to see what I want to see what the first floor of the tower looks like to me. Okay. I'll go with you, Baldrin. <laughs> How? Given I know a lot about the tower, given it's my Mm-hmm. Most of yep. the reason I'm still on this plane of existence. Yeah. How likely is it they're coming back out? 
If they only go into the lobby area, they should be fine. Um, plenty of people have plenty of people have like gone into the like just the like entry hall and then immediately decided, nope, and left. Nope. Okay. <laughs> well, don't stray too far in. You should be okay. Certainly. I'll go with you guys. All right, that makes three. All right. Mm. Agdrasol, if you could do a quick lookout for five and just make sure they're still nearby while we have oh, our... find your two fiery ones for you. How's that? Thank you. I appreciate Good. that. I mean, last I knew... You know where Selena's at. Passed yeah, Selena's out. Still passed out. Yeah, it, it, it's more of a metaphorical find than a physical find in that case. But I appreciate it. I'm about to go make my way to a tower. So... We're going to start with you three. Um, the three of you head to the castle, which is sort of the entry point to the tower in core. Um, you're greeted by guards, the castle guard, who let you through upon stating your intentions and showing of your adventurer's guild badges. Um, they let you through into an open courtyard in front of this tower. This is the first time any of you, any of the three of you in particular, have stood it at the base of the tower and looked up. It extends beyond sight straight up into the sky. Which is a disconcerting sight. This massive, imposing structure just, again, strikes both awe and fear in your minds as you look at it. This innate strangeness to it. And as you approach the massive citadel-like doors, open to your presence. How are you so calm about this? This is fucking creepy. This is how I reveal the rest of the world. If I if I can ascend this tower and find its answers, I might be able to complete the world that is sadly lacking. Or at the very least, peel away the veil that is hiding it. It's very noble. Don't <laughs> die. I sort of pat you on the back and sort of shove you forward. I have no intention of dying. I suspect I may be challenged, but I'm looking forward to what I might see inside. He steps, he steps through the door. All three of you going? So weird. Yes. Yes. So you step in and you pass beyond this threshold. The door behind you closes and the area lights up around you. It's sort of this ambient light. You're not quite sure where it's coming from, though bits of the walls seem to be glowing as if the stone itself is emitting the lights. Um, and you look around in this sort of perfectly white spherical room, much smaller than the tower itself is. Uh, maybe 50 feet total across. Um, 
on the far end there is sort of columns that are half protruding from the wall two of them side by side with doors in them um and in the middle of this whole thing is a plinth or a platform that looks like it has a desk on at it um on the left and right you see more columns but they're much smaller uh just like sort of in a row of uh, ten, sort of five on one side, five on the other, just uh, along the, the, the right and left-hand side of the walls. And just sort of instinctively, you guys approach the center platform where the, this desk is, and there's a chair on it, uh, which whose back is currently turned to you. And as the three of you approach, you hear a voice coming from the chair. Ah... It seems we have guests. And the chair turns around. And the three of you are confused to see a giant sloth sitting in this chair. (laughs) (laughs) And that's where we're going to end for the night. As this giant sloth looks over the ta- over the desk at you. Oh. Say goodbye, everybody. Bye. Bye. <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>